Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS. That's what she said with Zach and Nicole. We are live. What was that clap for? For the camera. <laughs> I was like, are you trying? You're to ruining the moment. <laughs> I always ruin the moment. All right. Well, we're gonna get right into it. Episode twenty. We made it. Technically, that's like two decades. <laughs> we started in February. <laughs> January. Whatever. Anyways, so, oh, your girl is out of Marvel jail. Yeah. So, yeah. I can officially say news on She-Hulk is revving up. Yeah. Kat Coiro, and I'm so sorry if I pronounced that last name wrong, said to direct, and Tatiana Maslany will play the titular 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 <laughs> role. Um, thoughts on that? Uh, super great for She-Hulk. Looking forward to that coming out. Um, super great that we have a female director directing it as well. Um, hopefully we'll be able to tie some things up with the MCU, possibly getting She-Hulk into Spider-Man. We'll see how that goes, but overall, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, the, um, the graphics I've seen so far of, I don't even know what She-Hulk's real name is. I think it's like Juliana or something. I don't know. Shut up. Um, but everyone already has been saying, okay, well now, um, hmm, I guess now that we have She-Hulk, I wonder who Peter Parker's lawyer is actually going to be because yeah. it, there was rumors between her and Daredevil if um, Charlie Cox was going to come back into the MCU or come into the MCU technically since his contract is up in, I believe, November. And that's when they're supposed to start filming now. So we'll see. Um, Mark Ruffalo actually did reach out on Twitter and said, welcome to the family, cuz. And I thought that was really cool. So I'm excited. We're getting a lot of Disney plus Marvel news coming. So a lot of projects have been announced that they're either continuing next year or they're starting up in February in 2021. So we're going to start. I definitely think I'm not going to make a bet this time. But I'm definitely going to say I believe we're going to start getting more production news in the next month or two. And we're going to start seeing casting news, thank goodness. Um, according to the Ronin, Tamura Morrison's agency confirms that he will play Boba Fett in The Mandalorian Season 2. I knew this news was going to make Zach happy. How do you feel about Boba Fett coming into? So excited. I didn't know how it was going to happen because when the Mandalorian first, or the idea first came out, we thought yeah. it was going to be Boba Fett. But to get a minute, yeah, I'm super excited to see how it goes and see. So that brings my question to you now. Would you rather have had Boba Fett make a, a surprise appearance or do you, are you happy they announced it ahead of time so that way you're prepared for his entrance? Uh, I'm happy that they announced it because... To know that Tamora Morrison is coming back as Boba Fett makes the difference. Okay. So because, he's the original Boba Fett yeah, from... Yeah, so okay. if, if it wasn't him, then I'd be like, oh, Boba Fett, that's cool. But mm -hmm. I would I would be as hyped up as I am to know that it's going to be him. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I can see how that's going to work out. It's going to be pretty cool. Um, and speaking of productions that are starting... Falcon and Winter Soldier premiere date officially moved to 2021. They have an official... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I knew you were waiting for that moment. Um, so they haven't 
officially announced when specifically it's going to premiere, but they did go back into production, I believe, a couple weeks ago because people saw them and they got like some videos yeah, from some Atlanta, Georgia. But I mean, it's good news. I'm honestly happier that we're like it's officially saying, okay, we're going to be getting a premiere date in that early year. And I think that it depends on when Black Widow honestly premieres because a lot of people have been saying on Twitter they can't. At first, it was supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to premiere before Black Widow. Mm. Because somebody comes in and starts some kind of project or group, reportedly. Okay. From what I've read through rumors. Okay. But I guess now they're saying, okay, Black Widow needs to premiere. So if they move Black Widow to 2021, that changes the slate uh, again yeah because falcon and winter soldier has to come right after it has to premiere right after black widow because they're connected okay i see but that's the same thing with wandavision which we'll talk about later but rumor has it that sarah shadry is on her way to talk to marvel about being mrs marvel i mean i i again i have to get more into these comics about mrs mar or miss marvel I think it's great that they're in talks with somebody. We don't know if it's officially true. It's been rumored. I saw this two days ago, and I didn't know that was her name. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Um, super exciting. It Especially exciting. after we got Miss Marvel in the Avengers game. And then everybody kind of blew up and was pretty excited about Miss Marvel having some sort of iteration of Miss Marvel. And then quickly on the heels of that, we're having discussions about uh, Sarah Chaudhry being Miss Marvel. So, and also, it's great because she can grow into the role. I mean, she's pretty young right now. Yeah. So no, as exactly. she grows, the character can grow, which I think is super exciting for, for Marvel. And it 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 will definitely lead into a Young Avengers, especially since it's... I, I do like that she's going to have a Disney Plus series. So that way it can make her grow into that character. And it can have... Instead of having a background story which we'll obviously get with a, with the first season, but it'll allow time for fans to say, okay, I want more seasons. And we could honestly, by the time Young Avengers were to even happen mm -hmm. or the Captain Marvel 2 movie were to even happen or Ant-Man 3, by that time, we'll already have all these Young Avengers ready to merge into that sure, sure. film. And it'll give her time to maybe have like a season or maybe two seasons or maybe a or have a second season after, who knows. Um, Disney looks to move Soul to Disney Plus. Thoughts? Disappointing. I was going to say the same thing. That's very disappointing, especially with how amazing it looks. Pixar always does amazing with their films. And I think... I, I just... I, I don't want to say it's hypocrisy, but it's definitely like for them to try and push black widow into theaters but they're not trying to push soul into a theater yeah. that's kind of i mean honestly it is upsetting yeah i wish they would try harder to push soul maybe to like january 2021 when it's more comforting for people to go to mm -hmm. a theater even if they aren't even if yeah. we're still in the pandemic at that point um i just think it should be moved i don't think it should go straight to disney plus i think that's just like a, a cop-out yeah saying okay let's do this even with the 30 30 premium like, I don't think anyone's still going to pay for that. No. I mean, look at how Mulan's been doing. It's not... Yeah. It, Number-wise, I think that Disney could up their game and say, okay, let's just move it. Although they're trying to make that money, 
it's they're losing more than they are gaining mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. yeah uh i i agree with you as a cop-out and also like you're saying it proves that they have no faith in the material whatsoever well maybe not whatsoever but it proves that they don't have a lot of faith in the material because they're quick to move it to disney plus but yeah. then again um onward did pretty well on disney plus i mean not fantastically well but it did pretty well and obviously in terms of what's yeah, gonna but make they, the onward most money made it so much cheaper onward was not i'm and it is mostly based on how much is on a streaming yeah. service but like onward i want to say it was maybe like 20 dollars, maybe less 20 or 25 onward something like that free. was it yeah I didn't pay to watch home, uh, Onward. Really? Yeah, it was went straight up and I just saw it. it I didn't have to do anything. Hey, it's funny you say that because for Mulan, we did get offered to go watch it at yeah. our friend Cassie's house. So, like, that to me, like, I would rather do that. Yeah. Which we will eventually. We're gonna oh, we're go, going oh, to We're going to watch it. We're just trying yeah. to find the time to so we, we can give our opinion about it. But, yeah. I mean, that, like, that's how I think of it. Like, I would rather, like, if someone bought Soul, I'll go watch it like mm-hmm. that. I mean, I'm also not someone who's into animated films in the first place, but it does look amazing. Like, it looks... I'm sorry. It's just... I don't like how it's not realistic for me. You like Marvel movies. How... <sighs> this is a whole <laughs> different argument for another day. Yeah. Anyway, I do agree with you. I think it's exactly a cop-out from Disney not releasing Soul and giving it the attention it deserves. Then again, I don't think there's been a lot of great marketing material behind Soul Honestly, in the I first for- place. So it kind of fell between the cracks, which I feel so sad, bad saying this, but expected. I have forgotten about it because it hasn't been marketed as well as other films have. Yeah. Trying I'm like Mulan was marketed well. Even before COVID hit, it was being marketed well. Yeah. Soul was announced and it was just like a little drop. And then even, like, throughout the summer, it there was nothing. And now they had just announced randomly, Soul is going to be moved possibly to mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. Like, I, I just... Disney, sometimes for me, is just very money-based. Oh, yeah. They're, like, the <laughs> biggest company in the world. Besides Google, maybe. Besides Google. I thought it was Target. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways. <laughs> According to Eddie Redmayne, Fantastic Beast 3 has already begun filming. <laughs> We've talked about this and our feelings are so mixed because of all the bad juju that is surrounding this film. Like three of them are under investigation, right? Like, who is it's It's Johnny Depp. Is, oh, my gosh. His ex-wife is like, I don't know. Amber Heard has a restraint. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. And then who was the third? Oh, it was the J.K. Rowling stuff. Yes, and J.K. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I mean, the only, like, I mean, Eddie Redmayne, like, I love him. He doesn't I, even want to do it. I know. That's okay. So I said in a tweet today, I would be surprised if they were to go on to more films because apparently from what I what I have read years ago when it first started or when the first film came out, it did so good. 
they were supposed to have a five picture deal. Now I don't and like okay, but like for example, Maze Runner that that series was supposed to be like five or six movies. I didn't see that film. Well, okay, don't so care. there's like seven books, six books. Yikes! So with Fantastic Beast, they were they had a five picture deal originally. So I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing as Maze Runner and just cut it at three. God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. You don't. Like, Wait, I hope what? this one doesn't. I hope we don't even get oh, this one. Oh, like, you're saying like you hope that they stop production. I just hope they stop production. I hope. I hope it gets to a point where they're just like, yeah. Honestly, no. I did. I didn't even know they weren't in production until literally a month ago. Like I, I, I there's been so much, and like Ezra Miller has his Flash film coming out, which it's supposed to be. Supposedly, it's supposed to start filming beginning of February or beginning of 2021, isn't it? Or am I just making that up? Hunger, I have no idea because <laughs> I don't even know if these films are going to happen. It's just Fantastic Beasts? Well, just films in general. <laughs> like everyone's saying, oh, everyone's back to filming. Right? Oh, yeah. It's Speaking of, part. side note, Robert Pattinson went back to shooting the, yesterday. Yeah, the Rock went back too. So I, I don't know what's really going to happen. I, I just don't know if there's a market for Fantastic Beasts anymore. I just, and especially considering Barnes and Nobles had like this. I was sorry on Twitter they did this thing where they have this store you know where they have this um war with books that yeah, they yeah. give suggestions? They're like, Do you like Harry Potter? Are you tired of JK Rowling shit? Here are some books you might like and it's like all kinds of different like wizard like smell magical books and I was like oh, that's crazy. My gosh. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I okay. Don't, so the one thing I'll say is, and I think I've said this before in the podcast, I've definitely talked to Zach about this. So the way they, it's a good, I think the direction they're going in has potential. Okay. The direction that they started in has potential. It brings you in. Like you knew at one point Dumbledore would come in. You knew um, McGonagall would make an appearance. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of figure like all these older characters that you see in Harry Potter would make an appearance at one point. And I'm happy that they got Jude Law. Oh, yeah. Jude Law has other films coming out too. He's supposed to be starting. Um, he's supposed to be Hook. Anyways. Yes. The way that, Okay. So the trailer for me for both of the first films, and this has a point to it. Okay. So the first two trailers, like, they were amazing. They drew me in. I was waiting until I re- and and when I saw the films, I would. I realized so these films are more of like a plot line than an action film. Like Harry Potter was kind of both, more a, of a mixture of storyline. An action. Film? I like action. I wouldn't classify Harry Potter as an action film. Not action. I just mean like how much like wizarding they do and how much like magic they have like that's I mean, me it's fantasy. that's me throwing it's not, a wand but it's not, it's not action but. so no my point though is that when i saw the movies i was kind of disappointed in the lack of for a better term of how much actual like action they put I into it i see so, what you're saying i see what you're saying Okay. In the second trailer, like him and like um, I forgot, I don't even know what his character's name is, but they both. Well, Voldemort. No, 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 no. Eddie Redmayne's character and his brother in the film. Oh. They like tap their wands down. They made the film look so like out there, action packed, and then you watch it, and it's kind of just like all this dialogue and all this like storyline just leading up to like an epic battle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I was just kind of disappointed in the first in the two films. Mm-hmm. I'll still go see the third one regardless, but I just found myself like. Not caring. Yeah. Where Harry Potter drew me in because, like, it was a continuous thing. But then 
I don't know. It, it just... Well, also, what Harry Potter had going for it was the fact that it's this whole idea of who is Harry Potter. Yes. So that's why and then with- you kind of stuck with it. Because you want to know is, who is the boy that lived and who is the person that tried to kill him? And so now you're trying to figure out this whole storyline that happens before Harry's book. Well, you're trying Harry's to figure out, like, I after guess. why he's so important yeah, to Baltimore why, and everything, which makes so sense. To, to, why he's so famous, why people I gravitate I'm just to trying to figure out with Fantastic Beasts, because I, I never read the books, or the book. Um, I guess I'm just trying to figure out, like, the story, because there's so many storylines inter- entangled into it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen them. I've seen the first one. So the second one kind of gets more entangled in storylines. I really want to see the second one, though. It is good. I'll admit. I really did want to see the second one. It's good. I just never got around to it. Because I'm really... I I will say I'm impressed with... um, Oh, Zoe Kravitz does... She's okay. She does good. I just think her her character... Zoe Kravitz is in it? Yeah. Okay, note to self. Let me... (laughs) It's it's good, though, for a step up. All right. But anyway, so the first trailer was released... Yes. For WandaVision. And I don't know if you want me to start first, because I have notes. Uh, you start, because I'm sure you have more to say than I do. I do. Okay. So I wrote, I wrote this down on my, my nifty phone. Your nifty phone. <laughs> what is this, 1950? <laughs> ha! WandaVision joke. <laughs> so, all right. I'll quickly start out by saying that I watched this trailer a few times, and then I watched a breakdown trailer, and I went from there. Okay. Um... I can't shout out the YouTube channel because I forgot what it was and I don't have it up anymore. But bet. they were really good. They're, did you say bad or bet? I said bet. Bet. Okay, but they're really amazing. Um, and I'll look it up later. But, all right. So, the first note I took was there are hints at House of M with the wine bottle that we see being poured during the dinner scene, which is a a shout out to Bewitched. Mm-hmm. Um, House of M is... When Skylar, or Skylar, when, when Scarlet, I read that as, never mind. Um, when Scarlet Witch alters reality, the Avengers and X-Men face a world like none they've encountered before. This could and probably will lead us into Doctor Strange 2. There are rumors and there have been um, fan theories that Doctor Strange will show up on the last episode. Uh, if I had to make a bet, or if I had to... <laughs> If I had to make a strong guess about this, I would say it would be the last, like, five minutes of the episode. And then he comes in and goes, what have you done? And then it cuts out because Marvel is that dramatic. I can't make that. Oh, starting October 30th, I can make that bet. Um, Okay, bet. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) The last episode. The last episode, five minutes. Of WandaVision. Those are the terms. No, 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 not five minutes, but he shows up at some point in the episode. You can't say bet. I bet, and then change All right, fine. Last five minutes. All right, let's take the last ten minutes. (sighs) Okay. You stretched this way too far. I do, but I was told not to bet Marvel stuff anymore, because people don't like when I don't talk about Marvel. <laughs> I, I promise you, I've had people tell me that. They're like, I'm so upset that you can't talk about it. I said, Me too. Because <laughs> you're so confident. That's I'm so, why. oh my God, I'm so cocky about this one too. Um, okay, so there's a Pocky Universe theory, which Wanda creates a world um, also known as an alternate reality where her and Vision live. So if you've seen the trailer, you've seen like they're black and white so everyone's saying which i kind of i do 100 percent agree with this she creates a pocket universe where 
her and Vision live, and it's in her mind, or not in her mind, it's in an alternate reality. So in the trailer, you see him um, kind of confused, and then she kind of snaps out of it, but then someone believes that when he wakes up out of the reality in death, it snaps her out, so then she creates another. So then we keep going up in... We keep going up in decades. So, like, if we start in the fifties, oh, okay. then we go to the sixties, and then the seventies. Okay. So, like, they think every episode is going to be like him realizing it, and yeah. then and she, and then she like snaps because there's a part in the trailer where like it, where it goes from black and white to color, yeah, and that's him realizing like this isn't real, and she's like confused. Um, so that I found interesting. That I actually caught on to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be introducing sword, which is. Shield, but in space. And we first were introduced to this quite possibly at the end card of Far From Home with Nick mm-hmm. Fury. Mm-hmm. And many people believe Monica Randow is, this is how she'll get her powers. Because okay. we see her fly out of the pocket universe. Yeah. So they think that S.W.O.R.D. sends her in. So I'm going, I'm like a trailer breakdown right now. What? <laughs> I haven't talked about Marvel in two weeks. Amazing. You see, I'm not saying anything. I'm giving you the space. So, this is what I really want your opinion on. Um, Catherine Hahn, I completely, completely forgot that she was even in this. And I was really loving the fact that we see um, this, that somebody shows mom. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be fantastic. She looked fantastic Mm -hmm. in it. Um, Catherine Hahn, I, she is what for me made it creepy with her laugh. Oh, true. When when Vision goes up to her and she like kind of snaps out of it and like you real so everyone is guessing because she doesn't have um, I think she's credited as Agnes, okay. but everyone thinks that's a cop out. They think that they're just putting that because she doesn't really have a she doesn't really have a character name right now. So there's a theory out there that she is Agatha um, Agatha Harkness, which is the witch who helps harness. Wanda's power. Mm-hmm. So, because you see her pretty much with Wanda all the time. Yeah. And then you see Vision kind of snap her out of it. So, they think that she travels into the pocket universe to kind of help harness what she's doing and, like, kind of lead her through it. Mm-hmm. And there's a really cool theory that Agatha figures out that Monica Randow is in the pocket universe and kind of not manipulates, but kind of, like, tells Wanda to push her out. And that's how she'll get her powers. So I did a lot of research on this before because I this is the first Marvel trailer we've gotten since Black Widow. It was a nice surprise. Um, all right, I'm gonna let you say your thing because then I'll and then I'll give my like opinion on how I, th- what I thought of it. I just had to run it down. I was completely and utterly confused. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. You guys now. should have seen the text between I, us because mine was so like, yes. And he's like, what the hell did so I just watch? What the hell did I just see? Like, I have no idea what I just saw. Um, I get that there's a lot of layers to this. And I'm sure that's what's going to be intriguing is to see how we peel back these layers. But as a trailer by itself... That was the worst trailer I've seen in a okay. long time. So I, I mean, just by itself. Let's not let's not look at it all from from like this perspective of oh, it's Marvel. No, and no, these no. I wasn't even gonna say it like that. But For, like, as just a simple trailer, that was the worst trailer I've seen in a long time. Okay, but like also in that, and I have to stop saying like, 
But in that sense, you have to kind of think back, and I know you're going to say, yeah, but it's still it's confusing and shit, whatever. They, Kevin Feige originally said this was going to be the creepiest, craziest, like, it was going to be pretty much like a horror series. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to have that creepiness to it. So I'm thinking that, like, the way they did it, there's a reason for everything they do. Of course. And, I, and I'm, like, not, I'm trying I'm to defend, that. but I'm not defending th- how the series looks. No, you're defending Oh, yeah, it. I am defending <laughs> <laughs> You're defending it. I think it's just, it's going to show, it, it shows how crazy she's going to get, because that's how she gets oh, in the sure. comics. Yeah. Because we see the twins, we see, we see Wiccan and Speed, or Billy and Thomas as the babies. Yes. So that's obviously going to lead to her going crazy because she realizes they're not there. Yes. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the comics, but I mean, I haven't read the comics, but I've done my research. (laughs) Anyways, I do think it looks pretty, it looks good. It wasn't my, it was, I think for Disney Plus shows, Falcon and Winter Soldier beat it. Falcon and Winter Soldier was my top one and then it was WandaVision, but I think it's going to be good. I think they're going... I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm saying from a perspective of if you're not a Marvel fan, and you, you're interested in getting into it and you see that trailer, that trailer does absolutely nothing for anyone. It's just it on it. Okay, I will admit, if I wasn't a Marvel fan... It doesn't explain anything. It doesn't key you into what's really going to happen. And I get there's a lot of backstory as far as you need to know. Oh, no, it does key you into what's going to happen if you, if you know. I understand. But I'm saying you have I to know. go and do... The fact that you had to go and do a, a, a breakdown for you to understand what you just sh- saw is is a huge indicator but i would do that anyways that i would do a breakdown place. for any show for falcon oh, and winter on. soldier falcon and winter soldier i'll do a breakdown come on for you that. won't need that for falcon i'm sure there'd be little things there but like the fact that you have a whole note list <laughs> of of backup stuff to help us understand what we just saw is proof that it's not a successful trailer it's a pretty crappy trailer so they but, call it an official trailer but it's definitely a Okay, sorry. Oh it's a teaser. God. It's a tease. There, there's it's definitely a, a more well, it's a like, trash teaser. That's like that's what it is. I okay. To each their own. I'll say that that's fine. I mean, most of what they showed, we've already seen kind of like little right. snippets of, but this this time we actually got to see Vision's comic book green outfit. We yes. got to see. Well, we well we knew that was coming. Because we also yes. saw Scarlet Witch's Scarlet Witch outfit. We knew that was coming. Yes. So this okay, everyone's, everyone's say, going crazy about the comic book costumes, and I'm glad that they're there. But it's like it's not that much of a big deal. I'm going to say in regards to their costumes, I wasn't a fan of the look because it looks like cosplay. That's the point. Is it the point? Yeah. Bro, this thing's coming on Halloween. Oh, that's fair. Like why wouldn't they be dressing up? No, I mean like cosplay. Like it didn't look. It, it doesn't look like an actual like suit. It looks yeah. like you know how like. But you. But when you look at the suits on the comics, okay. they look pretty crappy in the first yeah, place. Yeah, that's compared fair. To what you know what I mean. And also, it's part of Marvel's thing where they make pretty crappy original comic book inspired uniforms, and then they kind of make it back. Like think about Captain America's first suit in like Captain America: yeah, The First yeah, Avenger. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty crap, and then he gets a better suit. You yeah, know. but they've both been around for so long in other films. I'm saying, like, with this one, like, her devil costume, it looks like an actual, like, costume. Like, that, I'm saying it doesn't yeah. look professional. It doesn't yeah, look official, like, how Iron Man or... I don't think, I don't think that's or... the point, because it, you see that shot with 
with uh, Vision walking down the street and looks like it's Halloween. He's dressed up in the old yeah, Vision yeah, costume. Yeah. So I don't think it's supposed to be an effective costume. I think it's supposed to look like it's it's been made. Yeah, that that's fair. But also, it's kind of like, think about, I don't know, the OG Wonder Woman yeah, costume. That's, yeah, yeah, back, no, I... Back in, on TV, you know. Yeah, but that was same. back in the day. But that's, now we well, have... It's still the costume from back in the day. It's still the same thing. Yeah, but now it's 2020 and we have... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, that was my point. But, okay. It's not 2020 because they're going back in time. So that's probably, what, 19... What? 50, 60, maybe, that when that costumes were... I don't know what phase they're doing it anywho is is it gonna be good yes i think okay. it's gonna be good i think it has a lot of potential i, but I think again, once we see it and we we actually see where they're going with it right. i think it'll be fine i think right. for i will agree for a first trailer it was interesting it was very like it didn't draw me in at first it more or less i, I was confused because i had to watch it a couple times i watched it three times and i know i i know better now because after watching it three times and going through comments and seeing things i'm like okay i can see what's kind of cluing things in but if i didn't do that and i just watched it based on the trailer if i was if i was anticipating this show and i saw that trailer i'd still be like what the hell because <laughs> it's just not I mean, all that time of it going back and getting delayed, and we're not sure we're gonna have it. You gave us that. It's. I mean, it's that, pretty... that's fair. Uh, I will say, I was more excited that we finally got a kind of trailer. Yeah. I didn't think it was an actual trailer until I watched it last night. But it's good for what we have right now. I'm sure they'll show us. They'll show more clip, like yeah. kind of clips, and then we'll get like a one minute teaser of something. But. We'll have to wait till October thirtieth to see. It's almost. It's less than. It's almost more than a month. Away. It's more than a month. It's almost a month. I guess. Does it? Does it? Create anticipation for the official trailer? Yes. If that's what their goal was to do, then I think they've achieved it. If 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 they're saying you know we're not going to give you a lot just because we know that when the official trailer comes out, we'll explain a lot more stuff for you to go into the show actually knowing what's going to happen, then. I think it's effective, but as a trailer by itself, I thought it was like, this is... Doesn't anticipate anything for me yet, mm, kind of, not really. It's more like, okay, I can still wait another month, but... But I'm saying, like... Mandalorian it, had a it, better one minute, 30 oh, second trailer, it did. I will say. It did, but I'm saying, does it, does it make you want to see the official trailer when that comes out? Oh, absolutely. Okay, then if that's Marvel's goal, then I think they achieved it, because I feel the same way. But as a trailer by itself, I think it was a pretty crap trailer. I mean, That's they obviously can't saying. show a lot because it's eight episodes. Right, but also because it's a teaser trailer. But I mean, they call it an official trailer, but I, for me, that was a teaser. Then it was the worst freaking official trailer I've ever seen in my life. Um, so the rumor has it that MGM casting Tom Hardy as new 007 in November. Yeah. I love Tom Hardy. But, oh, but he's doing Venom. So unless he's going straight into 007 after Venom Well, the casting is in November. Oh, oh, oh. The actual filming isn't. So he's got a lot on his... He'll have, like, two major films on his plate then, which is good for him because he's a great actor. And he... Honestly, as much as people should talk to Venom, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Except for the villain. The villain, till this day, I'll say, did not do anything for me. He wasn't very villainous. 
He was very like, mm. uh, he was more annoying than anything. So here's the thing. Um, this was on Twitter, and uh, oh, I his forgot cat, his, his like, name. Emre, I forgot his name. Nicole's gonna find it. But wait, this what guy, am I finding? Uh, the name of the guy that tweeted out about um, Tom Hardy being 007. I think I liked it. But while I look, what was your so, thought on it? Okay, so he tweets this out, and then everyone's like, well, that's kind of bogus. I read it, and I, I'm not sure. And because nobody else is supporting it, I'm like, I prefer to wait and hold off on this because I don't think it's going to be anything. Because as much as I would like to see Tom Hardy play James Bond, I don't think it's going to happen. In the same way, like, so this was the shortlist. Let's just talk about the shortlist first. So Henry Cavill was one. Idris Elba was two. Tom Hardy was three, and then there's some other other British actors in the in the realm of possibility. But these are like the top three, I guess. So this guy is saying that it's definitely Tom Hardy, and he's he's waiting for it to be confirmed. Yeah, but a bunch of people also said when the Batman was casting that they were so sure that it was Nicholas Holt, that he was the top runner, and then Robert Pattinson's name got thrown into the mix shortly after. Like, no one actually, honestly, no one saw Robert Pattinson coming into the Batman until I think, like, right before his casting. Because mm-hmm. right before the casting, they said, oh, wait, Robert Pattinson is in. Everyone said, what? Yeah. So his name is Emre Kaya, and he's a, he's a writer for The Vulcan. And, you know, he's on it and said that that's what, that's what's happening. But uh, I don't know. What do I want to see? Tom Hardy's 007? Absolutely. He do I want to see? Sexy in a suit. Do I want to see Idris Elba as, as Bond? Absolutely. Ooh. I, I'm. Is this a completely win-win? I just. I just don't know. I just don't know if that's something that Tom Hardy would want to do. But I think if he did decide to do it, it would be very interesting. I just don't think a lot of people... People don't think Tom Hardy has the ability to be a James Bond, though. Mm. And I disagree wholeheartedly. I disagree, too. But there's a lot of people who don't think that he could do it. Well, he has that mystery charm, and I would love to see him um, in a English accent. I just think it'd be... I've just seen him from, from, you know, like, his rock and roller days to... I think... I think anyone can honestly be an action star if they... He has a suave. He can put on the muscle. We know that for sure. You know, I mean, he's done spy films. He does the charm. I think there's no way of saying he couldn't pull it off. I think he could absolutely pull it off. But I don't know. I just feel he's more adventurous than that. You know, I feel like he'd be more interested in something a little less... Subdued than Bond is. I mean, he is in Venom, so I think like that role Venom, is honestly perfect for him. Bronson, he's crazy. Lawless, he's incredible, but he's crazy. I, need to watch I saw him in oh, Dark Knight uh, Rises. Capone, Dark Knight Rises, Bay. Like badass. he's more he's more adventurous and outcoming than um, kind of being reserved as Bond. But 
I don't know, this could be a new, fresh take on Bond, a Bond that's not so martini shaken but stirred, you know? Maybe <laughs> I forgot more, that was that. <laughs> maybe a more crazier Bond. I don't know. It, it's interesting, though, as a rumor. So speaking of weird casting, not weird casting, but, like, interesting casting. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw this, but I had to, I had to bring this back in because you just reminded me. So there's a rumor... A supposed rumor that Tom Cruise was confronted to be in Marvel as an alternate Iron Man. Yeah. Alternate universe Iron Man. Because, yeah. and it only got brought up, I think, because WandaVision sets the tone for the multiverse. It's going to be the beginning of the multiverse because of the pocket universe theory. Mm-hmm. And because we're getting a Doctor Strange 2. So there, there's talks of, po- there's no confirmation. It's just talks. That he is going to do. What do you think of that? Of Tom Cruise entering the Marvel Universe and possibly being an alternate reality Tony Stark? I'd love it. Would you really? Yeah. Wow. When I saw it, I was like, that'd be funny. I think that would be funny if, like, an Iron Man came down and, like, the thing popped up and it's Tom Cruise. Well, think about it. It's similar to, like, Matt Damon playing Loki in Oh yeah, in Thor. I, it's like you wouldn't expect that, <laughs> but it's kind of like okay, uh, that's that's kind of fun. I think this. What's the same funny is I never idea. knew that until I saw like a gif like two years later that was him, and I was like, what, what? Um, I think it'd be funny. So, I think it'd be interesting. Also, because Tom Cruise has that vibe. He does already. Yeah, yeah. So at first, I wasn't about it. Because the only person that can play Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, but I would say, yeah, so, so. I, w- I would say in an alter- alternate reality setting, I would agree that it would be funny and it'd be like a good laugh to have if you saw that in Doctor Strange too, or Ma- Madness of the Multiverse. But it, like if they were to say, okay, we're going to recast him like this or we're going to bring in like a, no. But alternate reality, I think it'd be hysterical to see that and like... Well, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. I mean... Tom Cruise has the ability to do this. I mean, think of Minority Report. He has the oh, ability yeah. to be able to kind of use his hands and make things but happen. But this, like, this does bring up the to ability to bring in different, like, they can cast this person as an alternate um, Captain America, which we're going to have, we're going to have oh, alternate absolutely. Captain America, but this brings in the ability, like I've been saying, to bring in other Spider-Mans. Miles Morales, 2099. Miles Spider-Man. Morales, Toby Maguire. I don't. Th- Wait, no, that's I, not his name, is it? I, I I don't think we're gonna get Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I think so. Things. I think if they were offered I, I for the opportunity, get, I think we'd get Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I think that's for sure. Um, I think we could get a Miles Morales, especially considering that he's getting a game. Um, if you were to bring back. Tobey Maguire, I think it'd be like an older Spider-Man. Kind of what they're doing with... But we said this. We said with, that in passing. With Keaton. I don't yes. know if it would be like that. I mean, that's my best concept. I is, wouldn't want him to take to have, away from it, but I want him to come in passing if, like, if for some reason at the end of the third Spider-Man, if he was going in between realities now because he's still in trouble and he has to, like, and they come to help him. I don't know. I'm making shit up at this mm-hmm. point. But if they, like, if, if he were to... Somehow, I don't know. If he were in trouble, then Toby McGuire would swing in and just be like, listen, this is the best advice I was ever given. And then Andrew Garfield was kind of like, oh, hey, I kind of know you guys. Or you guys look familiar. And then, like, 
They go. I think it's more going to be the Spidey Sense thing. Yeah. For, for oh, that. could you imagine if his, like, that arm raise that we got in Infinity War and it just came about in his third film and all of a sudden he turns around and he sees, like, two people and he's like, wait a second, do I know you guys? And I don't know. I'm making shit up, like I said. But anyways, I just had to bring that up. Um, <laughs> moving on, Emmy winners. So we did... Yeah. I, I watched a couple clips. Um, Shit's Creek swept the Emmys. Yeah. They won seven Emmys. Um, and only to name a few, Daniel Levy, he won Best Supporting Actor. Catherine O'Hara won Best Leading Actress for the first time. Um, and they won Best Comedy Series. And that's, again, just to name a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen the show, but no, our friend Noah actually... He's told me so many times how funny it is. He said it's such a good show. It's sad because they are on like their last. They're on their last season, I think, or that they just finished. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of that? Or when you saw that they swept the the Emmy nomination? I was surprised because I mean I've heard Shit's Creek for such a long time in like pop culture. I was like, this show. I thought the show was like years old, but. Um, it's no surprise for a show to sweep. Like I'm not, I'm not surprised that it would sweep. But I'm ex- I'm excited for it, and I think it also is quite promising. I think it's also cool how many categories they won. It's like almost every actor from the show won that night, plus outstanding um, comedy series. So I was pretty excited for Shit's Creek. And also just their reactions and speeches were really, really good. Um. I think, I, I'm honestly going to try it at one point. I'm watching Lucifer right now, but I'll probably try it as soon as I'm done watching that. Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Shit's Creek. I am surprised that it did win. So we'll see. Um, we'll. I mean, I. I'm. You would be surprised that since they did win these, those Emmys, that they're not going to come back for another season. But um, no, I don't think so. I think they would. They would cash in. But Zendaya made history, bro, as the youngest actress to win in the Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series. Like that is, that's crazy. I'm happy Dude, for her. I. I'm so upset that none of us had faith she'd win it. <laughs> like, I went back and listened to our um, Emmy predictions episode with Lindsay, and we all were like, if she could win it, would we, ha- would we be happy? And we're like, absolutely. Do we think she's going to win it? No. And then to find out that she did, yeah, it, it really pushes her to... A new stratosphere, and um, it's it's gonna be very very exciting to see what she goes on to do. Her speech made me tear up because yeah. she, her family and her team were so excited, and I was excited for her. I mean, I knew I I, I didn't want to say I didn't think she would win, but with how new the show was, how I I just I need to watch the show. My sister said it's pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. she likes it. So, 
I'm ha- I'm honestly very happy for her because this opens up so many more op- so, many, so many opportunities. It's gonna bring so much. Like she is a a rising star. Yes. Like she's always been a rising star, but this just pushes her that extra mile. I think. Absolutely. Mark Ruffalo, he won Best Leading Actor in a Limited Series. Mm-hmm. That that one I was really like okay. That that's I one of my boys. That. Did you? Yeah. I haven't seen that show either. I mean, he's playing two different people. Oh really? Oh, he's playing twins. Sorry, he's playing twins. Wow. So, so I knew that that would be one of those shows that what um, was gonna win. I, I I called that one at least in my head. I didn't call it out on the <laughs> on the podcast on the podcast, but I called fair. it out in my head. I was like, that was one of the ones that I was I was excited for. And then, were there any others that you? Regina King for Watchmen. Yes. Yes, and it, that they, was cool. I did and not know that it was only one one season. Yeah, and he said that he's not bringing it back because yep. he's like, okay, we only said it was a limited series. Why would we bring it back? Mm-hmm. Which I respect the shit out of him for saying that. Yeah, and then you got Yahya Abdul Mateen one as well. Uzo nice. Abduba from uh, Orange Is the New Black one for Miss America. Very cool. Um. Uh, who else was really? Oh, the one that you sent me today. Jeremy Strong for Succession. I was really excited for Succession. I, isn't that? I need to see it. Succession. What is it? It's um, it's an HBO show about. I did uh, see it's HBO. Uh, a man who owns a business, like a profitable business. Okay. And he's going. He. He fakes it that he's gonna give it off to his sons, or at least one of his sons. His whole business, and then he's like, actually, when I consider who's the best person to run this this business, it's still me. So he keeps is it a it. comedy or no, is it like a drama? drama? Okay. Yeah, but Billy Crudup, oh, yes. my dog, <laughs> won an Emmy, and I called it. I called it. I called it. I would I just like it. to say though, I would like a thank you since I made you watch the morning show. You didn't make okay, me. Okay, I didn't make you, but I, 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 I was gonna watch it eventually. But, but you, you convinced me to watch it. it at that point. I wasn't gonna watch it when it was when so it came good. Out. Anyone who has but. not seen the morning show, get Apple for like the fourteen day free trial. I watched that show. I think in like three days over quarantine yeah. or like four days, because I kept texting Zach, and I think we talked about we talked about this on the podcast before. That show is one of like the best shows Apple TV has put out. I still have to watch Defending Jacob. That reminds me. I still finished Defending Jacob. App, um, Apple TV makes really good shows, I'll admit. Um, he was amazing. He he made me hate his guts because I was like, I if it. this is how manipulative, manipulative the like talk show hosts can be, like, I mean, I still want to go into that, but... He was good at what he was doing. He knew how to, like, control and manipulate people, and it was... But at some points, it wasn't even manipulation. He was just making you doubt yourself. He made people doubt themselves, and that's why I loved him, because he wasn't, like, straight up... At times, he was helping people. Most of the time, he was... Most of the time, he was helping people. But he was helping... But he would get into, like, their heads. Like, he got into Jennifer Aniston's head a lot. He got into um, Reese Witherspoon's head. He was like... 
and I will agree it wasn't manipulation. That's a wrong term. But he knew his way with words. I would almost yeah. call him he's like a narcissist. No, he was almost a narcissist. So but, like, he uh, but knew I, what he was doing. But I don't think I don't think it's so much of a narcissist that like he believes he's better than certain people or but he knew how to get his way to the top because he was getting the he was top the guy out guy in the room he was and time. that's how you have to be you have to be the smartest one in the room you have to ask i mean i mean i will say i respect the shit out of him for how he his acting was yeah. pu- up to par up to par probably one of the like i can't even say it was one of the best because they all had such an amazing role they all did so good at what they were mm. doing like steve carell made me hate him for the yes. first time yeah Reese Witherspoon was that kind of obnoxious, like, know-it-all, like, okay, I mean, she had her ideas. She went for it, but Jennifer Aniston's character was more of, like, that, like, pretentious, like, everything was, she made everything seem perfect in her world. Yeah. Especially with her marriage, she's like, no, my marriage. And her kid. Yes. I, there, I really hope they come back for a second season. I don't think they've announced it yet, or think they have to they have to announce it soon but i mean i mean you're coming off an emmy and that i think you kind of have to figure out what's the next thing cliffhanger okay i think the only issue with the morning show what they could have is that first season was so heavily based in the me too movement yeah times up that that's why where does that go now that now that now this is like the repercussion like because we've seen the repercussions of when matt lauer was accused and when he sure I when he left it, it. so and then we see like of them saying like giving their piece about it so i i mean i'm not like i'm obviously not a writer yes show. so could you see we could see like the fallout maybe they could do a time jump or something maybe like a couple months later we see where they all are at because now like that one guy quit charlie yeah her Je- the one who had jennifer aniston's back the whole time the one who was in charge of the newsroom yeah, chip. until chip. they brought in that new guy. So chip. I think this could be like the repercussion. Like maybe they're now they bring on someone new. Maybe we'll get another A-lister mm. in there. I don't know. This is all like that, speculation uh, yeah. of what I could see happening. But I I wonder because I I wonder how much I wonder how much we want to talk look into. What happens to Steve Carell? I wonder if they want to even go down that route. I think well, they might at just this be point, like, well, he 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 got, you know, he has, ends up with nothing, and we'll just leave it at that. Well, it's it's yes, it could, it's that, but it's also like in talks if they can come back for a second season, if they want to come back for a second season, and then they'll go. The, from the best of my knowledge, what I know about how like we're both writers, we're both mm-hmm. theater people, actors, we love all that. Um, I think it would be just about in talks of like where they could go with his character in the second season at this point. Like in the first season, we we didn't see any legal, real legal percussions other True. than him, his wife moral. literally taking all of his house yeah, away pretty was, much and yeah, his kids. It was so no moral. It the second no moral. season could be like maybe the girls come, fo- all these women come forward and they tr- try and testify against him or, or True. even though they probably signed me an NDA. Mm, I don't know because that one girl did she didn't forward. but then she committed suicide no the other one the other one did the other one came on the show and told and, and told a story so in the, the second season it could honestly be maybe like a trial happening yeah, for him and no, maybe them be. bringing on other actors I don't know absolutely could be um, but any final thoughts on anything we've talked about today 
kind of talked about it a lot. Yeah, we did. Uh, final thoughts? I'll, I'll say um, I'm very happy to be talking about Marvel again. Um, I'm I okay. So between Fantastic Beast three and WandaVision, I'll say Fantastic Beast three. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a chance. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. and see where they go with this because they do have a good storyline to continue with. They left off on a cliffhanger, kind of, and there's so many more characters they can bring in from the from Harry Potter, technically. Um, so we'll see what they do with that. And with WandaVision, I think that we just have to give it the benefit of the doubt again and see where the show leads. Like, again, everything I said was speculation. It's theory. We don't know specifically what they're going with. Mm-hmm. We know it's going to lead into Doctor Strange Madness of the Multiverse. We just don't know how or what they plan on doing. But it's definitely going to be something we've never seen before. So I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and going with something that's going to be weird as hell but also fun as hell to watch and and go along with it's going to be i believe eight or nine episodes it's gonna be i think it's the longest um marvel disney plus show we're gonna get so falcon winter soldier i think it's six episodes that'd be good yeah i know that's what i'm saying <laughs> i i from what they've that'd announced i think wandavision's about eight to nine episodes i think nine they said is the highest Low key, we don't know how many. Literally low key, like L O K K. <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself out the window. All right, um, all right, over to you. What are your final thoughts? Um, I don't have any. As usual, I don't know. I just feel like I always explain myself as much as I can and thing. Congratulations to Zendaya. Yes. Uh, I know Lency somewhere screaming his face <laughs> off. Um, I'm surprised he didn't say like. I'm surprised he didn't call in while we're halfway through this episode. But no, this is, I'm really happy for her. Um, I'm happy for everyone. Um, I'm happy for Regina. King. Yes, right for I'm, everyone who won Emmys. Honestly, uh, it's huge. Out of respect, like this is the first Emmys that a lot of African American people have won. Seven. Seven. Seven, seven, of, seven people? Seven black wow. That's, that's honestly amazing. And it's, it's showing that change is coming yeah. and that. And I don't, side note, I don't know if you saw that. I, this was important for me to bring up, though. The Oscars, starting in 2024, have decided that you have to include yes, two out of that. four. Um, I don't know the exact rules, but I know that you have to have. Um, I'm going to look them up real quick. I did see that. And I cannot, a lot of people have objections to it, and I can understand why there's certain objections to it, but I think it's a. It's a good rule. So, um, a, so one of them is lead or significant supporting actor. So they at least one of them has to be um, a person of color. So like Asian, Hispanic, or Latino, Latino or Latina, um, and so on. The general ensemble cast: at least thirty percent of all actors in secondary or more minor roles are from at least two of the following underrepresented groups. So they have to show at least, which this is really sad to even say, but. Um, at least 30% of them have to be women, have to be racial or ethnic group um, from the LGBTQ community, um, even people with disabilities. They want to start Absolutely. showing representation, main storyline, subject matter. Um, the main storyline, the theme or narrative of the film is centered around women or 
racial or ethnic group or any of the above I already mentioned. And it's, I mean, it's almost sad that they have to even put these rules out now because especially with directors, like women never get nominated. As female directors, they get nominated. They get nominated. They just rarely rarely, win. Rarely win. No, they rarely get nominated. Greta Gerwig is one of the only ones I know that was ever nominated. And then they have have had here and there, but like every year it's always a white man. It's more likely a white man. Yes. But I'm hoping that this does change. And I understand why they're doing it 2024. It's because COVID and the pandemic... Um, so I, I, I we'll also, also, I think that's a good time to do it because it kind of warms everybody up into the process of, of getting ready for this. And it allows the creative juices to start yeah, flowing. Yeah, to kind of figure out what's going on. You know, I, I have, I have a, I have an article coming out soon about, you sort of about this. Yeah. In the sense of talking about how films have become so predictable in the last few, year, few years that no, I that's think more true. and more people are starting to think outside of the box and, and find stories. We're seeing a lot more stories that were previously passed on become actual films now. So I think with this happening of representation being more and more important and, and people starting to really understand that it's needed, that we'll see a lot more stories come out where we have a lot more representation of people and a lot more people in various roles being represented. And I to mean, normalize it more. Normalize it, yeah. No, not, don't just have, like, guy and girl fall in love and then it becomes such an exactly. Oscar nomination, like La La Land. Like, that, it's a good film. It's a fantastic film. Just I just, I remember even when, when, La La Land didn't win and Moonlight won and how there was a section of people who absolutely hated the fact that Moonlight won. They were like, "That's it wasn't even a good movie. And I'm thinking to myself, it really was. I'll admit, I was shocked. They were both great movies, but I, I, people were like, I don't know why people would even vote for that movie. That movie's terrible. And I was like, wasn't that one by the FSU kid? Or was that something else? Moonlight was by FSU. The, the kid went to FSU. He graduated from there. Uh, Barry Jenkins? Believe so. What what film won that it was an FSU recent graduate? I can't remember. Barry, I don't think Barry Jenkins is an FSU recent grad. Or uh, he graduated from FSU and it was like a huge ordeal on my Facebook. Did he? Anywho, it's gonna be yeah. He did. He graduated. Okay. Um, yeah. Graduate FSU. Oh, that's. <laughs> that's painful. Um, no, I actually really like that. But. I'm excited for Oscars with that concept. Me too. I think it's going to be really, really helpful. I think it's really going to make, not make, I think it's really going to insinuate that people actually start showing more representation and make it more normal for films and TV shows in general, especially like, I hope, like TV shows do. TV shows show, they show gay couples, they show more more representation. And you know what's sad? I'm not going to get into that tonight. I'll get into another time. But, I am excited to see this change happen for the Oscars. It'll be yeah. nice not to see 50 white men just like Absolutely. their faces plastered there, even though those are 50 very attractive white men, but still, I hate myself for that to, too. You had to bring it back to that. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. That was a really long final thought. Yes. <laughs> we're, we're not sorry. But that was another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. See you guys next time. Bye.